0: Dark. This is Josh Bow, one of the many editors over at MavsMoneyBall.com, coming to you after a fairly disappointing Mavericks loss. Dallas falls to the Cleveland Cavaliers 100-99 in overtime in Cleveland. It was really one of the bigger gut-punch losses for the Mavericks in what is quickly becoming a season filled with gut-punch losses. As you might already know, and, if, and in case you did not know, the Mavericks basically punted this game for the most part. Luka Doncic and Spencer Dinwiddie were held out on the second night of a back-to-back. It was really unfortunate with Luka because he didn't play in the fourth quarter. Friday night in the blowout win against the Trailblazers, he played 29 minutes. And, uh, as, and Cleveland has the largest contingency of Slovenians in the United States of any American city. So, obviously, that's a bummer that Luca wasn't able to play, but the NBA's crazy schedule kind of demands these teams to make these kind of outlandish decisions. Uh, that only ends up screwing, screwing the fans, but that's a, another topic for another day. For this game, you know, without Luca, without Dinwiddie, um, in addition to the you know, the actual injured Maxi Kleba, Dwight Powell, who injured his thigh and had to exit the game Friday against Portland, and Josh Green, who still has a sprained elbow, who did not play, that's five major rotation players and a Mavericks rotation that's really like eight, eight, that really feels like it's eight or nine guys deep uh, most nights. That's um, yeah, two starters and that's uh, three starters. And then your two probably two most important pieces that come off the bench. Um, and somehow the Mavericks made this a game against one of the best teams in the league in Cleveland at home. And Cleveland was also on a back to back, but they played in Cleveland Friday night. So no travel for them. The Mavericks had to travel last night. So it was really a surprising game through and through and really an inspiring effort by the Mavericks. Um, Kemba Walker started looked like old Kemba Walker played 42 minutes, had 32 points on 12, 25 shooting. His three ball was a little off four of 13, but he was really good getting in the paint. He had seven assists, two turnovers. He was basically the Mavericks offense. Um, the Mavericks basically just were like, okay, Kemba's Luka, and let's let him run a high pick and roll and dribble the ball for 20 seconds and hope he figures it out. And he did for most of it, uh, most of the game. Uh, really credit to Kemba, who really hasn't played much this season. Um, you know, He hasn't really gotten into a bunch of games outside of the 20 minutes he played in that Chicago loss when, you know, again, another game where, where uh, a lot, Luka was sitting. So Kemba hasn't really been a big fixture in the rotation when Luka is healthy. So, I don't know. We'll have to see if this type of performance is going to change things up when Luka returns uh, next week. Um, Other than than Kemba, it was Christian Wood. Those two were dynamite in the pick and roll. Wood had a monster game, 26 points, 14 rebounds, two assists, two steals, two blocks, only one turnover, 9 of 18 shooting. Again, his three-point shot was a little wonky as well, 5 of 13 from the floor. Uh, Those two guys were it. I mean, the Mavericks only scored 99 points, uh, and those two guys – Uh, Combined to score 58 of the 99 points. Um, Outside of that, the Mavericks didn't have a lot going. Obviously, when you're missing five key players, um, your bench is going to be extremely thin. And yeah, the bench combined for nine points. Um, Jaden Hardy did get some minutes. He got 13 minutes. Unfortunately, missed all five of his field goal attempts. Uh, Didn't look particularly great. But at least he got some time in like meaningful time, not not just uh, garbage time. So it's good to see him get some minutes. Uh, Theo Pinson got first quarter minutes. He missed all of his shots. uh, Kind of goes to show why he has the role that he has, which is, you know, just kind of like the team uh, cheerleader in a way. And I don't really mean that mockingly. Like the Mavericks really respect Theo. And he brings an energy to the bench uh, that can't be replaced, it feels like. so, you know, Vale McGee played seven minutes, didn't look great defensively, scored four points. Frank Nellikina played 22 minutes, one of six, three points, had a really bad uh, possession. I think it was an overtime where you kind of mishandled a pass cutting to the rim from, uh, from Kemba. I mean, the bench only made three shots total. Um, that's not great. Uh, It really took away from, like I said, an extremely inspiring performance by the Mavericks. They should have lost this game by a million points considering the conditions. And they played their hearts out. I mean, I know that seems cliche to say, but they played some of the best defense I think I've seen them play all season, which is kind of funny because last season when the Mavericks went through their COVID and injury uh, mess and they were playing guys signed on 10-day contracts, major starter minutes or major rotation minutes, the defense kind of turned around then too. So I don't know what it is about the Mavericks and having half the rotation out of a game for them to start really picking up the energy level, picking up the defensive intensity, but seemed to happen again tonight. Um, I think what was really nice was it felt like the first time in a while that I saw glimpses of that Mavericks defense from the playoff run earlier this year where they were just hellacious and running good three-point shooters off the three-point line but then not conceding too much at the rim Uh, Darius Garland Donovan Mitchell both had subpar scoring games they both finished with good point totals 25 for Mitchell 18 for Garland but Garland was eight of 18 from the floor one of six from three Mitchell was nine of 21 from the floor one of nine from three Mitchell in particular who crushed them on pull-up threes in the Cleveland win earlier this week I mean the Mavericks made a spirited effort to make sure he didn't beat them from the three-point line. They contested well, and then they ran him off the line uh, pretty well also. Um, It was really tough. The Mavericks kind of controlled a lot of this game. I mean, they didn't have a huge lead, but they had a 10-point lead in the third quarter. They entered the fourth quarter with a decent – it was a two-possession game going into the fourth. Uh, And, you know, it felt like kind of the talent and the minute strain just kind of wore down on them. Every single Maverick starter played over 40 minutes. Uh, Finney Smith, 40, and he only played 40 because he fouled out. Uh, Christian Wood, 43. Tim Hardaway Jr., 44. Reggie Bullock, 46. Kimba Walker, 42. Again, the, the bench just – they couldn't play the bench any more than they did. If they would have, they would have they would have lost regulation. So it, it's such a shame. And the way this game ended, I think, you know – I still feel pretty good about the effort because this was a loss through and through. They should have lost by double digits if we're being honest, but, um, I think what's going to leave a sour taste in everyone's mouths is just the way this game ended. Um, the Mavericks missed two free throws, uh, toward the end of regulation, uh, that would have uh, given them the win if they would have made those free throws and then kept playing good defense. Kemba missed a free throw, uh, in the final seconds and so did Christian Wood when the Mavericks were were trailing by one or two points um then uh the final possession in overtime it's a jump ball uh, because Kemba took a pull-up jumper and got a wedgie with the ball stuck in the rim, stuck against the side of the rim and the backboard so that they jump it up from half court Mavericks win the jump ball with 10 seconds left and the possession had no chance uh it got passed up to Tim Hardaway Jr. who despite the fact that the Mavericks were down one, uh, looked like he was going to load up for a three and then kind of took a step back and pump fake instead of driving to the rim when Cleveland was on their heels. And by the time he did that, you know, clock's ticking. There's like five seconds left. So he kind of throws a hand grenade to Christian and Christian Wood gets the ball and, and he's got one second left and he's he's 30 feet from the basket. And he throws up an off, you know, uh, a no chance uh, wild fading three-pointer. And the Mavericks lose, and they had a timeout left, and it felt like pretty early right after they won the jump ball that that possession was going to hell. And it sucks that uh, Jason Kidd wasn't able to call a timeout. Um, You know, it's hard to be too critical of the team uh, considering the circumstances and considering really how hard they played, even if they made some mistakes. It wasn't because of a lack of effort or energy or intensity, really. It was just lack of bodies, uh, really. Um, So it's hard to get too critical, but like, Jason Kidd has to help his team out when they're, you know, they're, they are playing as hard as they possibly can to try to get this win. It kind of sucks that they kind of were let down by their coaching staff there in the final seconds. Um, They just have to be better in those situations. They're, they're not good in late game situations. They just, they have to be better. Players have to be better. Coaches have to be better. um, And that's all there is to it. Kind of put a damper on, like I said, what was a really inspiring effort. Like if they kind of just lost in overtime, by like five or six points because Cleveland just kind of, turned it on and turned it around. People probably are too upset, but just the way this game ended, the Mavericks just continually find ways to to lose these last possession games. And it just puts a sour taste in your mouth. It's just unfortunate, but still hard to knock the effort. Um, But the Mavericks are, you know, moral victories are nice, but the Mavericks are once again, 500. Um, They can't seem to escape it. (laughs) Every time they got two games up, they went right back under 500. Thankfully, the Western Conference is such a mess that the Mavericks are still ninth. Uh, they're still two games uh, out of sixth. They're four and a half games from first place. Um, if they were 15 and 15 in the Eastern Conference, they would be seven games back of first place. Uh, and they'd be six and a half games back of second. They'd be two and a half from the, the play-in tournament. So uh, they'd be three games back of, of home court. Um so they're getting kind of lucky that the West is off to a really weird start where so many of these teams are kind of all bunched up in the middle. But They are slowly running out of time. Memphis is going on a run. New Orleans is going on a run. Uh, Denver's going on a run. These teams, those three teams are starting to pull away from the pack just a little bit. Sacramento, Portland, Phoenix, like the, the, these teams, the top six, um, All of the teams in the top six except for Phoenix are six and four or better in their last ten. So, you know, these those teams are starting to put it together. And if the Mavericks can't find a way to get away from five hundred, they might be looking at a spot in January where, you know, they're not two games back to get out of the plan. They could be four or five. So the Mavericks desperately need to go on a run here. You know, they still have time because the West is weird and Golden State just lost Steph Curry for like uh a couple months because of a shoulder injury so you know that's one team that you could maybe cross off the list in, in terms of worrying about for the next couple of weeks so they, again they get a good break but they just have to start turning around They're you know moral victories are nice again but they just they need to start stacking wins and unfortunately uh this game started a uh, fairly long road trip for them the mavericks are terrible on the road they play um three more games on the road two back-to-back against minnesota monday and wednesday next week and then they finish it out friday uh, against houston Um, minnesota is just a mess of a team they're four and six in their last 10 they're actually 10th they're below the mavericks so mavericks have an opportunity there but there's still enough talent on that team that you're you're a little scared um even the mavericks (laughs) mavericks are three and ten on the road it's just uh it's a it's a shame uh and then houston they've already houston's already beaten the mavericks once so they can't uh can't take you know can't be too uh too confident going into that one they need to be able to take care of business so not really much else to say uh kirk couldn't join us because he's his internet is basically uh blown up Uh, i don't think it's going to get fixed till maybe monday or tuesday of next week so you might be hearing uh, more for me uh, if this doesn't get fixed soon, but thankfully the Mavericks don't play another game till Monday, December 19th, so maybe it'll be fixed. Um, so, otherwise, we're just going to get out of here. Um, recap stats are going to be up on the site if you want to check out some more post game coverage. And we'll have more stuff uh, up on the site across the weekend as we get ready for uh, a pretty, pretty important uh, three set of games next week. All Western Conference teams. Then they play another Western Conference team, Los Angeles, on Sunday, December 25th, the Christmas game. So really important four-game stretch here for the Mavericks to to make some move, make some moves up the Western Conference standings. So again, I'm Josh Bowe for mavsmoneyball.com. You've been listening to Mavs Moneyball After Dark. Again, Mavericks lose 199 to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mavericks are now, again, back at five hundred fifteen 15-15. They play again Monday night, December 19th, at Minnesota, and we will talk to you guys later.